I just think that we have a lot to offer in Toronto and there is in the rap scene we Toronto has a signature sound. Right. Mm-hmm. And I'm not really like that. Like my my sound isn't my rapping isn't like that. So I kind of get I'm kind of like a black sheep in the the rap community, I would say. Yeah. That's good, but I mean I stand out. Rax, thank you for joining us. Are we on? Yeah, we're on. It's live. <laughs> Action. You're here. I'm so excited to be here. Yeah, we're excited to have you. I've never seen a shirt like that. I know. It's flames. We're fire. I love, love it. Love it. Thank you. Speaking of flames and fire, I um, was watching your video for Thick Chick, mm-hmm. and you have that flame shirt on. It's kind of the and vibe. And I was like... Um, Check out these boots. Have. <laughs> they're also oh my god! Like I am literally obsessed with those boots. Yeah. What size are your feet? Oh, you don't have to disclose. No, they're I'm like five and a half, six. <laughs> With six. What size are your feet? I don't. I don't answer that question on the podcast. You can ask me, but it's not appropriate to ask well, a man. So you have tiny little feet. Oh, that's so it's cute. It's like you don't ask a woman her age, and you don't ask a man his shoe size. Oh, true. Well, it depends what shoes I'm a twelve. <laughs> I get them specially made, but some. Sometimes I am an 11. Mm. On the good days. Well, maybe on the bad days. <laughs> and you get excited. Yeah, then I put on the 12s. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. So. So. Toronto? Born Toronto? No. Where are from? Oh. Collingwood. Oh. Wow. Blue Mountain. What a cool place to grow up. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Shout out my mom. Yeah. For- for letting us grow up there. Yeah, like big snowboarder. That was kind yeah. of the scene. Amazing. Out so there. You spent a lot of time on a snowboard. Yes. I, that's amazing. I was pretty much born on a yeah, snowboard. Yeah, that's amazing. Because all of my, I wish I had spent that much time on skis. Mm-hmm. You're your skier? Skier. Cool. And I'm not a bad skier, but I've never lived on a ski hill. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when you live on a ski hill, vibe. you can dial in your, you know, you just mm-hmm. log more hours so you become that much better. Yeah, it's a whole lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Um, I was pretty, like I did competes and oh, wow. I was kind of jump taking surfs. it. Yeah, slope style. Slope rails, style. Yeah. That's awesome. Oh, yeah, and I actually, fun fact, broke my back. What? Boarding, wow. yes. Um, my L2 and my L3. Um, I was out in Whistler and it happened and then I had a bad head injury with that accident, and at the same time, yeah. Oh, that oh must have been. I broke my wrist. Did you Did you get on the stretcher down the hill yeah. on the stretcher? Oh, yeah. Oh, they gassed wow. me. It was oh big. Oh my god! Gas. This. <laughs> And don't cut it out. <laughs> um, wow, that's really a traumatic uh, yeah, scene. Yeah, but but fast forward to my doctor being like, for memory and stuff, you should do poetry, and that's yeah. kind of where the rapping started. Oh, Very yeah. cool. The music and all that. So it started right there in the hospital. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> I was just in my bed just spitting bars, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well. Like once I tried snowboarding only once and I went to Blue Mountain. Blue Mountain. And it was like um, a media trip and they got me a, all rented my gear and got me a lesson. Okay. And I go up the hill thing. I put the snowboard on and right away I was like, I do not like this. And I asked the instructor, can you take a couple pictures of me? And she was like, chuck, chuck, 
And then I pop my feet out and I go, I'm done. She did it for the yeah. gram. And you know she's like, I know how you feel. Because I was like, this is not for me. Mm-hmm. And she's like, but you paid for it less. And I was like, no, I didn't. Gotta go. <laughs> Influencer thing. <laughs> I, was like, I just didn't like it. Yeah, I know how I feel. Like as a skier growing up skiing, is, uh, I tried snowboarding snowboarding as a young kid. Yeah. As soon as you strap my feet together, I, I, like, I, that, yeah. Yeah. I couldn't figure that it's one scary. out. It's scary. You should always like start with skiing, I think. Yeah. And get comfortable with the hill mm. and everything. Because I did start with skiing. Yeah. And then move on to snowboarding. Yeah, my for me. My sister loves it. I tried the snowboard and I thought for sure I'd break my back. <laughs> so that started, um, you started um, rapping and that started with poetry. Mm-hmm. So you write your all your own stuff. Yeah, yeah. everything. Cool. So when you started writing the poetry, mm. did you know that you wanted to rap it or did no. you st- so walk us through a bit of that? Yeah, like it was like kind of like what I used to just do and... I didn't start rapping until 2018, 19. So recently. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Cool. And it just stemmed from a bad relationship. And, you know, I started to do poetry again because I had not done it. And it was just like my outlet. And then I started like listening to hip hop a lot more. And young MA, I don't know if you guys know her from New York. Okay. Um, she's a female rapper from out there listening to her and I really loved her style and it was just really empowering for a woman to just be a rapper right Mm -hmm. because you see like the Cardi B's and you see Mm -hmm. the the Nicki Minaj's and stuff but she was kind of like a tomboy and I'm kind of like a tomboy so I kind of related to her in that so I started practicing her rap and then I was like maybe I can do my like my own yeah and then I started practicing and I just kind of felt like I had something. So I did it for some people. They said that you're sick with it. So I posted a video. Yeah. And it went mini viral. And then that, it just snowballed from there. That's fantastic. So you posted on TikTok? No, this was before TikTok. Oh, okay. Instagram, I guess. Yeah, Instagram. Instagram. Um, it was actually Facebook. Facebook. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So on Facebook, it kind of went, like, I would say like over 10,000. Yeah. yeah that's but a- I mean, for that's your first, it's like, okay. Yeah. It's reaching the right people. Yeah. That's fantastic. On Facebook? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Another mm, yeah. <laughs> so then like uh, some people just picked me up and I started doing a lot of shows in Toronto and it just yeah. kind of started snowballing and here we are. Yeah. So your first show, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> that's basically you're going in that going in with a set of your music. Yeah. Like I, I would say like I started as like a SoundCloud rapper. Yeah. Like I had like a lot of kind of songs and I, I, I kind of learned along what the way. What do you mean by that? Like uh, people just like SoundCloud rappers, like you don't get taken seriously and you just kind of just put out music. Like there's no ad, like, like advertising. You, you don't have like a label. You're just right. kind of like independently oh, independent. and posting your yes, stuff on. Exactly. Okay. And you're just kind of learning as you go. Yeah. And that was kind of what I was doing. And yeah, like I was <laughs> just, if you go back and listen to that stuff compared to my new no, stuff, no. there's a you don't. <laughs> there's a huge, huge difference, and like I love that you can. Then that's why I love doing music because you can really see the growth in doing it. So absolutely, yeah. yeah. So that's what have been the first time that you actually performed a set mm-hmm. that you had to, you know, memorize the whole thing. I think it was like three songs. Okay, okay but well, still. still, yeah, still quite a quite interesting considering the fact like most of the people don't get into it even later in life mm-hmm. but going out and doing your first show that yeah. that's that's quite something well you want to know something funny i did i was a waitress for a really really long time mm-hmm. and would never write anything down mm-hmm. and there was this one guy one time and like i, I have kind of a unique voice i guess yeah. like i have like a raspy voice mm-hmm. 
And this guy was like, you don't write anything down. I was like, no. And he's like, well, like, are you, how? He's like, are you a rapper? And this is before I even was. Wow. And I was like, no, I'm not. And then it kind of like was like, huh. I like, maybe I can, maybe my memory is better than I thought I gave it yeah. credit. So. Did you ever have somebody uh, demand that you write it down? When, uh, they, when I was a server, yes, of yeah. course. Like they're like they don't trust me, but yeah. I was pretty good. Like, yeah. yeah, I go either way as a patron in that situation. <laughs> Are you one of the guys that would be like write it down? I yeah. have been, but not mm. all the time. Because sometimes it's quite interesting to see if they're going to get it right. Mm-hmm. You know? want to challenge them for the challenge. Okay. But like, are you like an extra mods guy? Like, do you like to like modify everything? I'm a um, <laughs> particular. Uh, uh, yeah, I I I would. I would characterize mm-hmm. myself as a, as a more uh, complex patron. That's okay. You like what you like. Mm. Uh, exactly. Uh, so I I do a I do, I mod. You mod. You mod. And, um, and so <laughs> I I get chest. in. I um <laughs> I actually have because I've got a couple allergies. Mm-hmm. Oh, so okay. uh, but mm, mm-hmm. I, I, I'm a modder who uses that in his a little disguise. Okay. That's my cloak mm-hmm. because a lot of the times I'm modifying stuff that doesn't have my allergies associated mm-hmm. you with it. You just don't like all. it. I just, you know, particular, like, particular. Okay. Yeah. Particular. And, um, and I'm going out. So I, you know, if, if the menu doesn't suit me. <laughs> Girl, bye. Yeah. You go to a lot of places that I think suit you. I mean, where's your favorite I, place? Yeah. You know what? I'd say that my most frequented establishment is uh one restaurant at the Hazelton. Hazelton. Okay. Hazelton hotel. Now, it's got a great, well-rounded menu, mm. but there's other things that I crave that I don't go there specifically right. for. But that's like your. But then again, I can't go too. I can't deviate too far off the rails in in many directions because I try and stay to a certain, you know, diet. Got you. If I go too off the Italian deep end, <laughs> it, it doesn't. Although I'd love to, but it's uh, it it doesn't end super yeah, well for I me. I feel that. I feel that. So I, 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 I try and stick to big salads, mm. like protein salads. Great. And and that's what I try and stick to. So I, I, I'm I'm a big sucker for places that's got a big salad. Mm-hmm. You're a salad guy. Uh, and protein. And protein. Yeah. Love you know guy. what? If I, if I, I'm actually not. Okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm not. But I've been forced to. Got Biology you. has forced me mm-hmm. to be that guy. Mm-hmm. So that's what I've turned into. Mm-hmm. Salad. You're going to have a banner. Salad guy. Yeah, thanks to biology. Yeah. <laughs> not by choice. Yeah. yeah. Not by choice. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I was just going to say, like, I was worked in restaurants, too. And mm-hmm. like, okay, I worked at Hemingway's for a little bit. But I would write everything down because I, if I leave that table and I see something shiny. Oh, what is it? <laughs> oh, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I had my days. I had my yes, days. I, I have to. I still write everything down, all the time. Mm-hmm. Yes, always. I'm always keeping notes on things. Mm. Yeah, there's something comforting in yeah. a note taker. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> That's comforting. You're like, oh, it's okay. Yeah. I got it. You know, if the, if the I love to see where you're going with yeah. this. Yeah. If I've, the menu's simple, <laughs> I, I can I can see not writing. Personally, I would write because I wouldn't I wouldn't want to be thinking in my head on the way back to the pass or back to the kitchen mm-hmm. like oh i don't want to you know talk to somebody else because i may lose it yeah you know but then again yeah. my memories are obviously different yeah so i i think it just comes back to like just being repetitive and mm-hmm. like that's where i can remember lyrics yeah is i'm i sit and practice a lot yeah 
And so just repeating, repeating it in my head a lot, it just sticks. I don't know. Like, And where do you find this inspiration for all this poetry? Oh, I mean, fuck boys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's a big inspiration. Um, just like life, I guess, because like, music is so beautiful in a sense where you can just let out your emotion in, in every genre. And so that's why I like to do it. It's like my therapy. Okay, so your memory's good. Yeah. You rehearse your lyrics. You know lyrics. Do you practice like for a freestyle? Because I watch a couple of videos of you and you are really good. How does that work in this process? Like, do you practice freestyles and like have a couple like, I don't know, bars? That yeah. You know, you're going to spit out. Yeah, definitely. Sure. I'm not going to like cap and say that I'm like one of these people that can go off my top. Like, yeah. I definitely have some writings in my head. It's just in the vault. Mm-hmm. And if the, if the beat is there and I'm feeling it, we'll let it out. But I can't do it like off the top. Yeah, like I'm not just going to be like, okay, do I could, something. <laughs> you, know? Like, you know? Yeah, I think yeah. that would be really hard. Mm-hmm. I, I give credit to those guys. Yeah. And like, girls. Yeah, yeah, guys and girls. Anyone who can mm-hmm. do that, I think is so cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I writer i've written lots of poetry but i don't think it would go into a rap very well do you sing as well i do not sing i'm actually really bad at singing (laughs) i love to do karaoke and i'm a great entertainer i love being on stage yes but this voice is not it's like she's got a voice for radio yeah Mm. (laughs) like if you um if you've ever watched the sweetest or my best friend's wedding yeah and cameron diaz goes up there and she tries to um Julie Roberts tries to make her look bad and mm-hmm. Cameron Diaz sings a song and she's so, so, so bad, but she's so cute and everyone's yeah. like, woo, that's me. You're giving Cameron Diaz vibes for sure. <laughs> yeah. Love that. No yeah. singing. So you were a back-to-back winner on the Shade 45 demo. Battle. Competent. Yeah. Battle? Mm, I was. So you submit your song to mm-hmm. that? And well, how'd that happen? Well... I like to, you know, do a lot of outreach. Mm -hmm. Some people would find it annoying, but you got to do what you got to do. Oh, yeah. And I'm here for it. (laughs) Yeah. I outreach to a lot of people all the time. I think that taking an hour out of your day to kind of do that is important if you want to be a creative um, because everyone and their their mother is is an artist now. So you kind of got to set apart from people. So outreaching, making sure that your EPK looks good. All of that. And I listeners, EPK electronic press kit. Beautiful. That's something we talked about in the episode with Bridget, because Bridget is an expert at making electronic press kits. Mm -hmm. So that is kind of like a resume of everything you as a creator, artist, whatever kind of does. And you can put it in a package so you can present it to these people. And so I was doing that and I kind of uh, reached out to the right people it got back and in, back into the hands of Destroy, and he's one of the hosts of Shade Forty Five. Shout out Destroy, um, and he really fucks with me. So he's <laughs> like, would love to have you on the show. I was shocked. I thought it was. I thought I was getting scammed, right? Because so many times as an artist, like I'm sure you guys deal with it. Like there's there's pages that get made and they're just like they promise you the world and it's just a scam yeah so i literally thought it was a scam and i didn't believe it until i was sitting on hold to be on shade 45 so 
um, yeah, he. I went on and I battled another woman. I forget, I think she was from Houston, the first one. And she played a song. I played a song. And then voters call in. And yeah, they loved it. It was my song, um, Mind Your Business. Um, love that song. It's my. It's pr- produced by Beatbuster. Beatbusta. He's from Toronto as well. Cool. Um, and yeah, we won. So you have to win five times. So I went back for round two. Won there too. Um, With song? a different song. Different song. Damn. You got to have five different songs. Oh, it's like a playoff series, basically. <laughs> wow. Yeah, for for demos, and so one second battle, and then the third battle. I was I was under the assumption because he told me he wanted to do an all female one, and I'm not saying anything, but I would have picked a picked a different song if I knew I was going against a, a dude, right? Mm-hmm. And so they kind of threw that against me, but I think it was because someone didn't show up or something because they were scrambling. But victim of circumstances, yeah. But everything happens for a reason. It was a great learning experience. Mm. I got a lot of great feedback from it. So and it's opened a lot of doors for me. So. Shout out Shade 45. How did you decide? So if you've got five songs mm-hmm. to play, mm-hmm. how do you decide how to stagger your exactly. five? It's not, it's not easy. Yeah. And there's like a curation. Like for me, I'm very big on curation, like mm-hmm. with shows, with albums, with everything. So I was thinking like, how do I, you have to kind of think about how, because the people know who they're going against me because I'm the reigning champ. I don't know who I'm going against, right? So they have that upper hand against me mm-hmm. so they can research me, right? And see the music that I have and then they have the upper hand to me. Right. So that kind of sucks in that sense. But I mean, it's the name of game. Like rap is cutthroat. Mm-hmm. So that's what it is. But yeah, I love, I loved that experience. It was really great. And representing yeah. women in hip hop yeah. from Toronto was was awesome. Absolutely. It's a really cool format, mm-hmm. actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it gives that it gives it gives out like a voice to you could turn it into a show in and of itself. Yeah, exactly. Who are so on these tours or not on these shows? Um, are you headlining? Are you opening? Like who 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 are you opening for? Uh like like the shows that I've been doing recently. Yeah. Um, they're all different. Yeah. Um, each show is different. I have had some headline shows. I had one at supermarket here in Toronto. Oh, yeah, I love it there. Yeah, it was super yeah. dope. Um, it was Zed. It's called Zed Nights. They're a promotion company, and they're doing they're putting on for the city, so it's pretty dope. Um, I throw some shows. It's called No Man's Land. It's like an all female event. Uh, with hip hop supermarket. Oh, actually, no man's land. Yeah, it's called no oh, man's land. Sounds like a good event. Yes. <laughs> if you want to meet a woman, I mean, go there. Yeah. No, I don't, but it still sounds like a good event <laughs> for anybody else out, out there. there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, like, I'm trying. Like, I have some. I'm opening for some bigger people this year and everything. So, right. yeah, it's just it's always different. And you were just in L.A. and you had a show, Grammy Weekend, Mm -hmm. which is like uh, the hottest place to be, you know? Yeah, I love, I love L.A. so much. I love L.A. Mm -hmm. Um, It was my first time. Um, It's super dope mindset for people there. Like, I know that a lot of people say it's a city of lost angels and and da-da-da-da-da, but it's kind of dope in the sense that everyone has the same mindset there and they're all kind of trying to reach that goal so everyone kind of works together. Yeah. Um, it's a little bit of a different vibe here. Um, people, you know, don't want to see people win as much as they do. And I th- there is that vibe in L.A., but it's just it's, it's hard to explain. Yeah. Unless you've been there. Bigger population. It's more mm-hmm. of a mindset of abundance than it is here. It's right. pretty scarce over here. Mm-hmm. 
Um, but yeah, absolutely. That must have been awesome. Mm-hmm. The music scene out there is really dope. And, and just the energy in the city that weekend was amazing. And just the celebrities that you, you would see, you wouldn't, it was just, it was just a vibe. I want to go back ASAP. Yeah. I imagine you've thought about moving there. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> like every day? Every single day. Yeah. It's definitely on the bucket list, a dream. And I mean, if it happens, it happens. Um, I'm really, 333 is on the clock right now. Yeah. So I really hope that we can manifest that. So put that in the universe. The vibes. Mm-hmm. It's out there. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure it will happen. I hope so. Any uh, tours have you thought of doing or opening for a for someone touring? Yeah, like I, I have some shows coming up. I can't really speak about yeah, them yet. Okay. But <laughs> I'm really excited about those. You just have to kind of look on my Instagram, yeah. follow that to follow along. That's Rack's official music, <laughs> R-A-X-X official music. Um, but I do have, I have some plans to go back to the States. Uh, there's some places that I'm going to do some shows. Denver wants to have me out. New York wants to have me out. Uh, Washington, D.C. wants to have me out. So hopefully getting out to the States more because it's kinda, it's cool over there. Yeah. What yeah. have been some of your experiences with fans that have been, you know, surprising or overwhelming? Or, <laughs> yeah. Like- I mean, there's some there's some DMs that happen. <laughs> They they can get dark in the DMs, oh. um, but like nothing really crazy. Uh, I mean, on the connection side, like, do you have people who will DM you and say these lyrics connected with me in oh, this specific course. way? Yeah, and and I'm sure that you're shocked at how um you know you, how the levels that you connect with people yeah. must be unbelievable. Yeah, this year was kind of a big year for me because. In the past, I think that I was kind of betraying what a female rapper was supposed to be mm-hmm. and like being, you know, what the media wants you to be. The Cardi B's, like what I was saying. Yeah. The Nicki Minaj is no shade to them. That's kind of their lane. But there's always this image of what a female rapper is supposed to be, right? So I think it's nice to be authentic to yourselves and really speak about things that we go through as women. Yeah. Um, because there needs to be a voice for that. Like there needs to be a genre for that, you know? And I think that it's important and that's why I continue to do it. Um, because it is so male dominated, dominated and such a small percentage of us doing it. So I try to keep pushing every day, even though it is sometimes really hard and there are days that I don't want to do it. But for those people that, you know, continue to support me. It really pushes me. So thank you to those people. Yeah, that's very sweet. I bet. Mm-hmm. I, um, you know, uh, connecting, uh, like I don't write a lot of poetry or do a lot of art form in mm-hmm. any way that I would ever get that type of a rapport with. with this, a, is a yeah, this is art. I, I think that. A, yes. Yeah. Thank you. That's very kind of you to say. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, it, it must be incredibly uh, rewarding. And a heck of a momentum builder just to consistently get that incoming positivity and connection when you're writing something that's intimate to you. And then someone's like, oh, wow, that's intimate to me. Mm -hmm. Must be quite something. Yeah, it has its ups and its downs. I mean, there are people in this world that want to bring you down, Mm -hmm. you know? Oh, yeah. And like there is that dark side to it and like being vulnerable. Yeah. As an artist, putting your feelings out there and stuff. But and that's kind of too why I do podcasts and talk to people too, because there needs to be a 
conversation about like mental health and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. And I think it's as important as an artist with a platform to kind of, you know, use that because Mm -hmm. it's, it's so alive and well right now, especially in our city. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's, I don't even know where the question was, but no problem. Uh you don't have to write them down. <laughs> Zing. Is there Got sound effect? So on the topic of, um, you know, hate as you get bigger, mm-hmm. there's nothing that you can really do no. to avoid it. Yeah. It's like, it, which is s- strange in a way in the sense that, you know, the more popular become. Yeah. No matter yeah. what the heck happens, yeah, you just have to manage this ever swelling. Yeah. Um, sort of storm of criticism. Yeah. Uh, which is, you know. Yeah. Well, I, like a lot of times I think someone, if they are hated, because I've been on the internet for, since it was invented. <laughs> <laughs> but like I've had, um, I've be you know, be very like positive. So I don't actually get a lot of haters, but there has been some people that I've had over the years. And I found often it's, that they saw something in me that maybe they didn't like about themselves mm-hmm. and them not liking me actually most of the time has nothing to do with me. Right. It's that they had something that they couldn't do or they didn't have the courage to do or they didn't want to. And then that was like, you know, I had a friend who like left all these mean comments on my blog under a secret name and then came out. I, I tracked that IP. Mm. It's still high for me. Ooh. I'll find you. Wow, that's a fun, that's an interesting yeah. story. It's You're going to put fun. a pin in that yeah. one. Yeah, <laughs> somebody um, left a bunch of comments under uh, a fake name, and then mm. I did my internet research and discovered the IP was that person's dad's house. Wow. Called them out, and then they said that it was like a mental health thing for them, that they were unhappy about things they were doing. And I was like, why did you do this and pretend to be mm. my friend at the same time? Yeah. Yeah, it's always the it's always the front. Yeah, those sneaky. Like, one of the things my mom said is, you know, it's like water off a duck's back. Just let it roll down and don't I let it bother you. That. Yeah. Jinx Monsoon says that. Yeah. <laughs> Do you yeah. watch Ru- RuPaul? No. Yeah. But yeah. Okay. She says That's that. Great. So cute. But yeah. You know, it's like you can't let it get to you. Well, I like the detective Casey. Oh, I know. Yes. I, I am an well, absolute sleuth. I, I. Well, it's the thing. It's like, you know. Over my years of being on the internet, right. like I'm really, I can, I can decipher the internet code and find out just about anything about anyone. Yeah, so I know who to call you to know, track you down. Yeah, I love if you that. need like a PI, you like some one of my friends starts dating a new guy. I'm like, what's his name? First name, last name. Did you know that he went to this school and this person? I have this many friends. I love that. And, yes, I'm a sleuth. <laughs> you need to have like a segment, like. Casey's detective. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Actually, we've got a podcast re- researcher, so you could theoretically sick her on the person. Yeah, yeah. Get some we real do. information. We That's why the bills researcher. have been so high. Casey's been researching all of her uh, haters. <laughs> I love that. There's a few out there. Hi. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, like it comes with the job, you know, and, yeah. and it's, you kind of feel bad for those people. And you yeah. just, you're just like, oh, whatever. It's, oh, I don't care what people think, you know. Yeah, you what do can. you make of the uh, the mental health sort of card as an excuse? Never thought of it in that way. Wow, that's deep. Um, yeah. I think that <laughs> they said it's their ment- It was a mental yeah. health thing. Yeah, and I was like, that doesn't make it okay. Listen, I lots. There's lots of like mental health that everyone struggles with, mm-hmm. but that's not a reason to be an asshole. Yeah, yeah. 
Like literally just you sat at a computer and you're like <laughs> and pretended to be someone I'm else. I'm going to shit on this person's website yeah. for fun. Yeah, I usually just feel bad Get for a those therapist. people. Mm-hmm. You know? And and car- karma's a real thing, so. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Huge thing. Yeah. yeah I, agree with you, I believe you know? in that. Yeah, I mean, me too. Yeah. So were you in high school in Collingwood? Yeah. You must what? have had a really uh, small high school. Yeah, there's two high schools in Collingwood. One was the Catholic and one was the, the oh, bad one. <laughs> I was at the bad one, obviously. And I mean, I, you know, I wasn't the best kid growing up, but we got through it. And I think that it, it's made me stronger, you know, as a person and mm-hmm. and made me more humble as a person. So... Do you still keep up with your Collingwood friends? I have a couple that I do, yeah. And you know what's great is a lot of people from Collingwood support me mm-hmm. and what I'm doing. Um, so shout out to those people. But I was bullied a lot in, mm-hmm. in, in school. And I think that that kind of resonates with the haters online because it's just like yeah. we've I've always dealt with. That with was like that. a crash course in dealing with it. Exactly. You're like, please, I have dealt yeah. with this before. Exactly. You know, in person, so. never mind a keyboard warrior that's behind a screen. Yeah. So for the kids listening, if they do yeah. listen, <laughs> if the parents are cool parents, let them listen. Like, don't fuck with the the bully stay. Like, look where you can be, you know. So I've got a one-year-old daughter. Mm-hmm. And I remember, and I've said this, I think we've talked about this before, about, you know, when you're in school and you're sitting in the class watching, like, the kids come in. Like, imagine you're in, like, grade, even grade two, three, four, any any mm-hmm. of the years. You watch these kids come in and you think, oh, another kid, another kid, another kid. And you kind of commoditize the kids in some respect, like, oh, yeah, another girl came in, you know, you know, and you never really get a great perspective on sort of the stories about the kids mm-hmm. or, or you can't you almost can't really humanize the context with them and their family. And it's like there's like a whole structure here mm-hmm. because you're a kid. You don't really you just yeah, think, you oh, another think kid came it. in. OK, mm-hmm. another kid. Yeah. And I feel like it would be valuable and would help, uh, you know, mitigate a lot of bullying if on the first day of school, especially in these younger grades, mm-hmm. if the parents came in and the kids came in and the parents and you met everybody. Yeah. yeah. You know, and you get some context, to this stuff. Yeah. Like because a lot of parents go through hell just to get pregnant, just to have kids, just to, you know, get the kid there. Yeah. And as a kid, you think, I mean, this kid like popped out of a vending machine. Yeah. You know, and comes in. So now like you end up in this situation where. You don't respect the value of the kid because mm-hmm. as a kid, it's just like a commodity item. Yeah. You know, so I feel like they could do a lot better job. Yeah. Just trying to give you some context of people. Yeah. But I think like in today's age, like people are so consumed in themselves. Well, like it's yeah, a huge yeah. thing. Like it's, it's a bit of a byproduct of, you know, their environment, too. Yeah. And with like COVID recently happening, like a lot of people, I think, like dynamics change like yeah. I know for myself like I used to be like a club like I always like to go out and like be very very social yeah and then after COVID I was kind of like, like oh yeah you- oh my god I am the exact same yeah. I used to be out like four or five times a week sometimes two events in a night now I'm like if I go to one thing during the week I'm Just like exhausting like, oh, oh yeah god. well look you brought your own microphone I did <laughs> I checked it in and the storm. Yeah. 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 It's definitely changed. Um, a I lot mean, of things. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm, well, yeah. Like, I, so I, I'm going on a trip uh, Sunday for business and I'm going to uh, uh, a Raptors game tonight. Nice. And I'm thinking, uh, 
Uh, you know, I didn't think about it when I got the tickets, but now I'm thinking maybe I shouldn't have gone to the game because you could, you know, you're, you're but, yeah, like, but, but exactly. But so that's fine. how I, but still that's you go, how that's I, but yes. you go through that, right. you know, where you never, you never, you never would have thought yeah. anything like, oh, maybe I shouldn't go to the packed thing because I might catch a cold. And like, yeah. if you had a cold, you'd still want yeah. to check, you wouldn't even care. Mm-hmm. I was having a panic attack in the airport because I'm like, it said something about having a COVID test. And I was like, what? I didn't get one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, but it's like to go to tri- to China, you have to have. Right. Oh, to China. Yeah. Yeah. But everywhere else, I think, is Gucci. Uh, yeah. Hopefully. Yeah. Where are you going? Dubai. Dubai. Uh, shout out Dubai. Yeah, yeah. You don't need any. You don't need a test. No. No. You can't do drugs in Dubai. No. no. <laughs> you cannot do drugs. No, there's in Dubai. no drugs. No in drugs. No. Other than alcohol. You can oh, drink there, yeah. but it's probably pretty expensive, right? I don't know. I'm sure I'm going to find, find out. out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's fun, though. Yeah. Well, good luck. How long is the flight? Um, the flight's long enough that you can get a lot done. Mm, one um, of those. It's, 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 uh, so I did book a direct flight. Yeah. And it's a 13-hour mm. there and a 14-hour back. So I've got quite a lot of uh, you can watch a couple downloaded items. Yeah. You know, got a lot of pillow. Uh, you know what? Um, I should get a neck pillow. I yeah, highly recommend. Key. Yeah, I'll get a neck pillow. Yeah. If, um, maybe I'll Amazon that. If you and, can get one, there's called it's called the Turtle TRTL. It's the absolute best neck pillow. It's got like a plastic thing sorry. and it holds your head up. Because yeah. I've done Australia, New Zealand, I've done Australia. Thailand. Those. Well, that's basically as far as this. Yeah. yeah. It's a long flight. Like I slept halfway to New Zealand on my yeah. last trip. And I got there and I was like, <laughs> I was like ready to go. Yeah. It's the coming back that sucks. Yeah. For sure. And the week after that. Yeah. And you also need to get an air tag for your bag. Uh, yeah. I just bought four air tags. Yeah. yeah. Like that thing? No. Oh, uh, you'll show I'll, me later. I'll then. show, I'll send you okay. a link because it is the turtleneck pillow. And they better send you a, ca- a promo package. Oh, unless you want to borrow mine. <laughs> like that thing? No, it's <laughs> not an actual <laughs> the turtle. turtle. Uh, you show up with that. She's like, that's not what I'm at. No. Um, yeah, totally. I'm going to ask you. Okay, so I know about your um, film and TV stuff, mm-hmm. music stuff. What else do you do for fun that's not music? I like to bartend. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I think it's fun. I bartend at a event space called Broken Cage Gallery. Oh, where's that? It's on Richmond. Okay. Richmond and Portland. Okay. Um, oh. Shout out Eric and Lauren. Yeah. They're great. What's it's it called again? Broken Cage Gallery. And it's a... Dope, dope, dope uh, event space. I had my release party there. Um, there's been Raptors, uh, Director X is at an event there. I think I know exactly where that is. Sean's office is at Queen in Portland, and I go in that area quite a few times. Mm-hmm. Well, let's go check it out because it's uh, super dope. So it used to be a Nike space. It used to yeah, be a I Nike space, yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, we have a comedy show this weekend. Super dope. Oh, that's fun. Mm-hmm. Oh, fun. Somewhere. So you're working at the bar yeah. doing that comedy show. We need to get that oh, money back up so I can go back to LA. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I love it. You know what? I actually love, I really loved bartending and like working in mm. restaurant. It, I, it was like the funnest thing. And I just love talking with people. Yeah. You know, I love to, it, it's like performing. I love being on stage and performing. And every time it's like, well, hello and welcome to the keg or exactly. wherever you're working. And like, I just, I thought it was so fun. Yeah. Like, I don't think I would work anywhere else, like, in the service industry. (laughs) It's kind of a vibe at this place. Like, it's very artsy. And and you never know who you're going to meet there, right? So it's it's really dope in that regard. And, like, there's always new artists coming in and doing, like, shows. Yeah, cool. So you always see new art, which is also dope. 
It would be fun to see your friends like try being a waiter and like, you know, be I think everybody should show. do it. Yeah. Yeah. I think everyone I should think so too. Working yeah. in a service industry because like then next time you go to a restaurant, you'll be like, oh, OK, maybe I should. It humbles you. Yeah. Yeah. And you really get a good sense of character and people. Yeah. Right. So I definitely think that it's it it adds value to you as a human being. So get mm-hmm. out there and work. Put it put in your hours yeah. in the service industry. Yeah. Don't be ashamed. Yeah, no. You know, you don't get paid to do improv. Like, you, they don't pay you to do improv. Right. A, a restaurant could get me to try it out just like I'd go improv for free. There if you, you go. Put me out there. And it helped me with memory. Yeah, so. yeah. exactly. Yeah, I really yeah. hope, like, everyone goes out and does it because yeah. so. Uh-huh. I got to pay more attention the next time at a restaurant what exactly they say when they arrive. Mm-hmm. You know, I guess you give your name. Yeah. Depends on the restaurant, too. Yeah, it depends. Uh-huh. Sometimes there's a whole shtick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did Idaho. you hear that Karen's restaurant's coming to Toronto? Yes. Yeah, so it's a restaurant where everyone's mean to you. And then when you get there, <laughs> they'll be like, here's your menu. Mm-hmm. You'll throw it on the floor. It's actually a really smart yeah. like business idea. So it's, it's been very Karen's. successful in Vegas. Yeah, Karen's. Yeah. Wow. People, I mean. Imagine. You'd probably love it. <laughs> no mods. Working there? Or, uh, <laughs> no yeah, mods. Yeah, exactly. No mods, no mods at all. I'm sure it's. Get punched get in the face. Get. <laughs> Big punch in the face. If you yeah, I'd like to go there for the, I like, you know, doing things for the sport or mm. entertainment value, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I, I was at the, um that restaurant where you eat in the dark. Oh, noir. Noir. Yeah. Is it still open? I don't know. I don't know. Is yes. it so dark? It's Just, very dark. Yeah. It. You know what? It was, uh, it was, uh, you got to put a lot of faith and trust them. I mean, you don't do know you, what's on do that they plate. feed you or you feed yourself? You, you feed, feed yourself, yourself, but you don't really know what's on the plate, right? Right. So it's it. it's sort of. Uh, How about if it falls off your plate? I don't know. They, I think there was some some additional some uh, blockage. Yeah, something something. You had to like go in a bucket and dig out. Yeah, but all the waiters are blind. Yeah, yeah, that was kind of cool, which yeah, is which very is nice. cool. Yeah, and it takes you to a different place because you're so used to seeing things and it's a good perspective i also am someone that when it when it's too dark in the restaurant i get out my phone because i want to look at my food mm-hmm. you know i can't eat in the dark it's not for me in dim if it's too dim i don't, I don't like when it's too dim yeah you like all your senses yeah. yeah, like not too bright, but if I, I'm, a, I'm a notorious dinner, turn it up a little mm, bit, you know. Yeah. Mm, or you. like if you have a steak, you want to like make sure you're not just going to touch it and be like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not that I don't. My senses are not tuned in yeah. enough to be able to do that. Now, you've produced music videos, too, right? Uh, yeah, I guess. so. Yeah. Yeah. Walk us through what a music video shoot is like. Uh, it's, it's very fun. Um, I, I learned a lot with my career with what I did in the film industry. Mm-hmm. So I did like Wiz Khalifa, Amal, a lot of people. Um, and I learned just what goes into it, right? Mm-hmm. So, and how you can, you know, do it on your own, right? So yeah. it was, it's a good experience. So it's a long experience. Usually music videos are super long shoots. Yeah, super long. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, but, yeah. So if you've got like a three minute song, you're doing a shoot for what, like 10 hours? Basically. Yeah, yeah it could yeah. be. Yeah. Depending on like the. The logistics of it. But yeah. 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 Like how many people you have? Do you have like, and it's like, how many cameras are you working with? You have camera, you have lighting, you have any other crew. It's like I've worked on a couple 
Sean, my boyfriend, he does like film and TV and music videos mm-hmm. and stuff. So been on lots of things, but you can do like, are we bare bonesing this thing and like using as few people as possible? Or do we have like a whole crew and do we have like craft services? Right. <laughs> you know? And sometimes mm-hmm. it's like because there there used to be quite a bit of money in Ontario specifically for grants for making music videos mm-hmm. and stuff. There's and, still kind of And there is. is, there is, but some of the those things don't exist anymore. Yeah. Um so because everyone is an artist. Yeah. It's, it's a lot harder. <laughs> TikTok to... has uh, ruined the industry. Um <laughs> yeah. that's, that's a... an interesting point. What do you think when you say that? I mean, what do you think about about TikTok in relation to the music industry. No, like no shade to TikTok. I love TikTok. It's yeah. one of my favorite platforms. But that being said, it's really made it like being getting becoming viral more accessible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so everyone, if you go viral once, thinks they're famous. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's a lot more ego, I think, in the entertainment industry now. And TikTok is one of the things to That's blame fueling for. that. Well, you may find that there's more ego off of less. In the sense that you used to sort of find people would develop an ego over repeated Mm -hmm. sort of hitting it out of the park repeatedly. Mm -hmm. Now you get one. You hit it out of the park once and all of a sudden you're like. They're like. Yeah. 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 But I mean, it does have its its, its pros and its cons. Like the pros are. It gives a lot of exposure to artists Mm -hmm. and to myself as well. So can't hate the TikTok. No, no. definitely not. <laughs> so do you find that uh, TikTok drives listens to Spotify? Like how, how are you driving listens? No, it doesn't. I'm like, maybe unless you go viral. Right. But I think that TikTok is like changing its platform a lot with music right now. So I don't really know what's happening. But I think they're in talks about opening their own record label or something. So things are changing a lot. So Yeah, I could definitely see that happening. Yeah, and especially with like, crypto and all that the world like the web 3 stuff like mm-hmm. i'm just learning about that mm-hmm. and that's pretty crazy because it's just like a new streaming kind of platform yeah you know because there was like cassettes yeah records then um cds <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah then yeah. you got napster, and napster mp3s yeah. and then now just streaming platforms and then i think there's like You're gonna like be a next wave soon. ownership yeah of digital yeah, but it's like so bizarre to me that it's like i'm trying to figure it out but yeah web3 takes... is a whole a whole worldwide web yeah and it's like chat I, I like this chat, chat robot GPT. thing yeah I love chat gpt so like much. what can, like what is it um so it is an ai a robot nerd alert and how are you using it so chat gpt is ai i'm actually a subscriber now so i have the paid version um oh she's serious yes I don't fuck around. So one of the things I love about it, well, you could use ChatGPT for three. Um, it's created by OpenAI. And it's like a, a very intelligent um, platform. So, mm-hmm. uh, for example, I could, if I wanted ChatGPT to write a bio about Casey Stewart, um, because I have so much content on the Internet, ChatGPT is familiar with me. So um Write a bio for Toronto blogger Casey Stewart, and it will actually scrape data as long as it's... Um, but it only goes up to 2021. So I think 2021. Um, so it can pull data and it will write a beautiful bio for me, for example. Or I could say, chat GPT, write a series of tweets about it being a sunny day in the voice of Casey Stewart. And it can write them. Another example is Wild. I asked chat GPT to write a blog post about how drinking less and working out more is better for your mental health and body. 
a blog post in the voice of Toronto blogger Casey Stewart. Post isn't live yet, but when it goes live, you'll be like, who wrote this? Because it actually sounds like me. Casey Stewart wrote it. Casey Stewart, because I, I had it write it for me. Yeah. And I'll, ed- I'll edit it, but it's yeah, great. Yeah, it's periods. So oh. is it, is it a, it's not a human. Like No, it's, it's AI. So it's wild. This it's actually really wild. crazy because the way my blog is written, it's very conversational and like happy. And I use exclamation marks. And I was reading what ChatGPT gave me back to my boyfriend. And he's like, I was like, ChatGPT is me. <laughs> How does it sound? It's like it's such a beautiful day. Like that's wild. Yeah, and um, I've used it also for um, you know, if I if I write something Mm -hmm. and I'm like, can you please rewrite this better? Yeah, um, and putting that block of text into it, have it have that be rewritten. Like an editor. Um, yeah, an editor. Also mm. for I've used it for that too. Have and you? also for you can say simplify this, shove yeah. in a paragraph. Yeah, wow. or like you could say, write, um, give me the steps to make a um, to make a, a guacamole or something. Mm-hmm. It'll write out the steps. Like when, the future is here. What rhymes with? Yeah, <laughs> it's gonna have a ghostwriter on G- yeah, chat. Yeah, but GPT. even like what is it? GPT. Chat GPT. GPT. Okay. Yeah, it's really. Um, the world of AI to me is extremely fascinating. Mm-hmm. I've always been an early adopter when it comes to tech things. So yeah, not kids. When <laughs> not an early adopter, kids. No, but tech because like mm-hmm. when there's something new out, I usually want to. It's the same way I got into blogging and social media. Right. I saw that something was new, and me being an early adopter helped me get out the gate in something that was new ahead of other people. And then I told other people why it was cool or so what smart. was what was, and I did it out of. Pure interest because I'm like a thirst for knowledge of yeah. tech stuff, you know? I know. I regret so much <laughs> not like continuing with TikTok because I started when it was like fresh. Yeah. And then I was like, nah, like fuck this. And then it was, it just blew up. And I had already like taken enough time off. Yeah. But I had heard about it. It was like Vine, right? Like, oh, I loved Vine so yeah. much. And I loved Vine so much too. So good. And I was like, this is the new Vine. And I was mm-hmm. like, this is going to blow up. Mm-hmm. But then I just gave up and didn't really pursue it. That was one of my biggest regrets. Yeah, really? Okay. Yeah. But you post TikTok now. Yes. Yeah. We're out You're there. back. We're back, bitches. You see any of the good deep fake stuff? See any of that stuff? Um, I follow the account that is the... Um, Tom Cruise deepfake, uh, that guy. Um, and he's done a couple of videos with Paris Hilton where it's like... Yes, I've seen those. Seen those. But um, Sean has shown me some funny deepfakes that are like President Biden or Donald Trump. Um, he also recently made a... Um, I'll play it for you after. <laughs> but it says... It's just an audio and says, Hi, this is Alex Trebek. I'd just like to say Casey Stewart is the smart and beautiful woman. And it's in the voice of Alex Trebek. Oh, because, I love that. Yeah. Um, if and, your but, voice is out there, yeah. they can... They can grab your voice, oh, yeah, and, and make you create literally. any any series of words in your voice, yeah. And um, they're doing it very well with images, like with video too. Like they can make you think that you're watching a video of somebody when it's a totally fake. Video. Really? Yeah, yeah. I want to see that? Yeah. And yeah. for Biden and Trump, it would be tough to figure out what's real, what's oh, fake yeah. half the time. <laughs> well, there's one. Yeah, there's a couple. There's a couple really funny ones. And you're like, is this real? And you have to be like, wait a second. This is not real. But I think that's kind of what is scary about AI because 
there's this company, Eleven Labs, and that's how Sean used it to make the um, AI of Alex Trebek's voice. Mm -hmm. Um, But that same when they came out of beta, that was used to do all kinds of like deep fake porn Oh, you wow. Know, it's like a celebrity yes. doing a porn, but it's yeah. not really them. It's and it's really like, them. it looks like Prince William and Kate or something. And it's not actually them. Oh, it's wow. It's a of a face. And that, um, they, that, there was some big problems with that doing, you know, or making people say things that are like totally inappropriate yeah. on the celebrity's face. And like, what are you going to do when something's on the internet? Wow. It's there forever. It is. It's a diary like, of your you life. You can delete it, but. It's not gone. No. I'll find you it. might as well yeah. produce and make money off your own deep thing porn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that's yeah, my reason. Only, I could do an OnlyFans, but it's just a deep fake. I was just yeah, about to say. My own, own only. Deep Casey, deep, deep fake. I was literally just about to bring up that topic. And like, that was the reason why like, I, I haven't made the leap onto OnlyFans. One, yeah. because I never want to disappoint my mother. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But this, the you never know like what's going to happen tomorrow. So No. Well, I mean, I would suggest signing up and getting your handle at OnlyFans so that no one can take your name. Oh. I have like, I have uh, Casey Stewart OnlyFans and it just says, it's like, ah, it's me, but there's no content. She's waiting. She's waiting for the drop. <laughs> 2024. I mean, I think there are some people who are using the OnlyFans platform in a way, kind of like Patreon, where you have like yeah. a kind of like yeah. not it's not only like um, DJ Khaled. I think example has an OnlyFans, but it's not like sexual. It's just like for like content. Yeah. You can probably get him to say another one. Like, yeah, you know, you pay a little. That's bit. interesting. Maybe I should try that. Yeah, like yeah. you know, using the platform. Baby stuff. Yeah, but maybe not. You in heard it here first, folks. Yeah. Not in a sexual way. We'll add your OnlyFans link mm. in the show notes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I used to like post a lot of like content that actually got me banned off Instagram. Oh. Ooh. Really? Yeah, so I like content like what? Like, well, my album cover for Rated R was me holding my boobs because oh, Rax. Yes, I've seen it. Yeah. Rax. Comes from my boobs. And so. I uh, went to a jewelry shop and got shout out AK Jewelry. Um, oh, I actually, him on yeah, yeah, he actually was murdered. Yeah. a couple of days ago. Um, so oh, well, I heard of that. Yeah, wow, that's sad. So that went dark, but shout out AK. Um, but they helped me shoot my album cover, and it was like all their jewelry, and I was covering my boobs, and that was my album co- cover, yeah. rated R. And so not thinking anything of it because I wasn't showing anything. Posted it on Instagram and immediately it got flagged. Yeah. And then I was like, shit, because I had already like, it's already out on all Mm -hmm. platforms. I had had no issues with Spotify, Apple, anything like that. Um, But they said it was like promoting. I think it looks like a porn to them because it's called Rated R. And I was like, yeah, and it's And then people kept tagging me in the photo and like reposting it and then I would get banned and then they would get in trouble and then my fans were getting angry at me and it was just a really bad time and COVID just happened and then Instagram took me off for two months. Oh my God, that's Mm. like a lifetime in social media. Yeah, and especially when my album just dropped. It was just, it was really hard. So Over not much of anything. Yeah, it was, and like I've seen a lot worse on Instagram and it was just like haters or whatever reporting me to slow down that career and it it, it did work in the moment but it it was a learning thing i learned from it Mm -hmm. and now 
when I came back to the music, it's it's been something that is in the back of my head now. Like you have to kind of don't push the boundary too much. Yeah. And keep it PG. And now I have a lot of younger fans as well. So I try to write my new music thinking about them. Yeah. I still am true to myself. I still talk about adult things and swear and all that. But I try to be better at that. Yeah. Yeah. And I think artists should do that because Yeah, keep that in mind. Yeah, like radio play, you gotta think keep that in mind. And like shows, like professional shows like in Nathan Phillips Square, if you swear, that's thirty thousand dollars. Shit, really? Mm. Oh, As an artist, next time I go there, I'm just gonna be like, fuck, fuck. Yeah, <laughs> if you're performing, <laughs> if you're performing, so don't do that. <laughs> but yeah, so wow, I didn't know that was such a serious fine. Mm. Do you know anyone who's got that fine? I wonder. I no. bet somebody has. Probably, I think one of the Raptors did oh. at the parade. Oh, oh, they swore. Oh. Maybe not. I, I could be know. making that. That could be fake I'll news. I'll fact check that for you. Fake news. Um, but I think someone swore on the mic mm-hmm. at like a sporting thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They're serious about that. Yeah. Because it's family friendly. Yeah. At Nathan Phillips. Mm-hmm. And at, I think, like public places. Like yeah. if you're doing like a show for the town, like the city of Mississauga and stuff. Uh-huh. You yeah, have you to can. Be, you got to keep it PG. A parking PG. guy comes up to you and gives you a... <laughs> oh, I... The city of like, Toronto, I think. Yeah. Tim gets you. Yeah. Get something Not John Tory. Yeah. <laughs> No, no, Shout out no, John Tory. That's yeah. is it too soon? <laughs> no comment. Yeah. So coming up this year, mm-hmm. you've got a release of your EP. Yeah, June twenty fourth. Amazing. Super excited. Uh, there's a lot more singing on this because right. I wanted to kind of experiment a little bit more and challenge myself as an artist to just show my range and what I can do. And I released a song yesterday. Um, called Numb. And oh yes, that's when you're stand. You're stand. It's you and the microphone. Yeah, I watched it today. Yeah, it's uh, I shot it in LA. That's great. Yeah, I shot two videos there, so another one's coming. Amazing. Um, and people are really resonating with that, and they like the sound. It's different. So yeah, I, I liked it. I actually watched it thank twice you. today. Oh, thank two you. plays on YouTube are me today. <laughs> I love that. Um, but yeah, I like. I I just think that we have a lot to offer in Toronto and. There is in the rap scene, we Toronto has a signature sound. Right. Mm-hmm. And I'm not really like that. Like my my sound isn't my rapping isn't like that. So I kinda get I'm kind of like a black sheep in the, the rap community, I would say. Yeah. That's good. But I mean I stand out, so mm-hmm. that's what it is. And America loves me. So Yeah. <laughs> Shut Perfect. <up>. America. <laughs> we can clip that. Well, yeah. do, do you have a name of EP? Yeah, it's called The Smell of Smoke. Awesome. Oh. And you can take it as you want. Uh, there's a lot of different meanings behind it. I think that the main meaning meaning is like the smell of cigarette smoke triggers me a lot because of my ex and stuff. But also the smell of smoke is kind of like after something traumatic has happened mm-hmm. and it's kind of like the aftermath of that. And that's kind of what the metaphor is. I think it's is. a great name. Yeah, well, I think it's you. good. Could be like thank also you. like the fire's getting started. Also that the smell of smoke. People can take it a different. Also, if you love going yeah. to the cottage and having the ballpark, <laughs> and I do love that yeah, totally. <laughs> totally. You know, but you gotta like, have sound or, effects like nerd alert. Yeah, <laughs> but it's like I feel like you know it could be, and I guess when people hear different songs, you could interpret it a lot different. Right, and, and that's the beautiful it. thing about music. Right, yeah, I absolutely. love it. 
I'm really excited for that. Thank you. And thank you so much for joining us. Oh, my God. It was such a pleasure. I'm so glad to have this chat and learn more about you. Yes. Likewise. Thank you. And I think that your shirt is really perfect for the smell of smoke. Yes. It's, we're on branding. We're always branding. Yeah, yeah I love it. Amazing. Rax. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Rax. Thank you so much. You can find me at Rax Official Music on all platforms. That's R-A-X-X, Official Music, like titties. <laughs> yes, Rax. Rax on Rax. Me. 